This is Stu Strauss, the woodsman, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. All right, what you're about to hear is a <clears throat> an, a piece of an Uber drive that I started recording with this um, Uber driver I had for June 11th. Um, on my way uh, to go get dropped off for uh, at Chaz's for the coach house that night uh, on the 11th. Right now it's one uh, thirty-four p.m. and it's uh, the seventeenth, June seventeenth. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be playing at the Whiskey in in um, in what you call it? In it's on Sunset Strip in Hollyweird. So yeah, the segment you're about to hear takes place June eleventh. And uh, I just, I just, I, I just keep magnetizing these really cool spiritual people. So, thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto, and um, hang tight because uh, this this episode will feature another directly after this another conversation with an exciting Uber driver. And I turn on the, you know, I turn on the recording as soon as we start talk about like sp- spiritual stuff. And that was on my, uh, she was, and that Uber driver was driving me up to the Mario Lopez golf tournament that Yachtly Crew played on the, let's see, what day is it today? 13th, was it? Was it 13th? I think so, yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. Oh, cool, you're playwriting? Yeah. 
It's incredible. My old buddy from Columbia College, he 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 writes and directs and wrote and directed some plays I was in. So it's funny. Of course, you're bringing up theater because I'm feeling that vibe, that theater vibe, that thespian vibe that just feels so good when you're in that zone and you're among these, you know, brainstormers. And that's what it's like because he just moved in and uh, he's my new roommate. So it's just great. Every morning we're brainstorming. Every night before I go to sleep, we're just it's just opening up the brain, opening up the brain, and di- digging around in there. So it's great that you're taking these theater classes. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost done. I have one more year. Wow. auditioning for plays? No, I well, I did audition, and then I realized, and I got called back, but I was like, ew, I have, I won't be home until midnight. Oh, yes, and that's then, right, that's yeah, right. I was like, no, I like, I love my husband, I want to be around him, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and my dog, and my house, so, um, I, uh, I did not continue. The cool thing is, all the stuff that you learn from that, you can incorporate into your stage presence. You know, all those are such great skills that are, are uh, you just bring with you wherever you go, especially if you get a chance to learn some imp- improv. Oh, I love improv so yeah. much. There's such a, it's such a valuable life skill in every situation, such a valuable life skill. And um, it helps with being able to change your mood in a very quick, you know, very quickly and being able to be committed to a new decision pretty pretty easily without much griping or complaining, you know, you're just like, yep, yep, because the whole the whole thing is yes and, you know, yeah. so you're always building upon whatever this other person yeah. is offering, so you're all building a reality together, and it just feels so good. Oh, that's cool. I hadn't thought of it that way. My oh. husband really wanted to take um, an improv class in um, you know, in Studio City or whatever, but. Um, Turn left onto side. I think COVID hit. And oh. They weren't doing classes uh, in person anymore. So he has, yeah, he's a writer as well. And so like, this is so great that you're learning, you're learning playwriting? Yeah, I mean, I'd already written a full length musical. Wow. And I had um, several staged readings. Uh, cool. But I was like, since I'm going back to school to get my degree, it might as well be in playwriting. So wow, that is so cool. So, so what kind of interesting nuggets did you learn that that you can take with you where you go? Oh, that is great. That's a good piece of knowledge. Uh, you know what? Quite honestly, I have to say that it's been really just learning. I feel like education is learning about horrible stuff. Mm. It's just the the more you learn about because you look a lot at history. Mm. And then you look at social conditions, and and there's not a lot of like it's heavy. It's really heavy stuff, and and I, I and so it I I I do try to bring my Abraham to it, but it is kind mm-hmm. of like wow, 
Abraham would say, stop looking at this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, but I have to write a paper on it. Oh, right. <laughs> so I right. can't really stop looking at it. Well, and the cool thing, too, is Abraham would also say, well, now you get to change. You get to create the art you want to see in the world. You get to make those Abraham sort of plays. You know, you get to... I, I would get such a kick out of making a play. I've never written a play, but I've, it's been, you know, marinating back there. Just thinking, ooh, I would love to make a play that's that incorporates those, you know, the manifestation of reality and all that stuff. And so the audience gets to see this person is just sort of at first accidentally manifesting these very interesting and strange circumstances. But the person doesn't see it. They don't realize it. And then once they wake up to it, then they start intentionally doing it. You know, then it becomes aware and... I would love to. I'd love to see how how something like that would come about. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what so one of the most brilliant nuggets turn I learned was um, in my Black African uh, history theater, Black African American theater. Turn left onto Manaha Street, and the destination is on your It blew my mind wide open. There's a man named Garland Anderson. And he was a bellhop with a fourth grade education. And he is the first black person to have a show on Broadway. Oh, and, oh yeah, that truck up there. That's where we're going to go. And also um, to have an interracial cast in 1920-something. And it was all about the power of positive thinking. Wow, I love that. What <laughs> a cool... What a cool concept. The fact that that was the key to it. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, so should I just go? Oh, yeah, this is perfect. The destination is on your left. 16501 Manana has a wonderful time. Hey, thank you. Great gig. Thank you. There's everybody. Yes. Getting ready to hop in the land, yeah. Nice. How long did it just set up at the Uh. Well, the cool thing is we have a crew now, so this is nice because our crew, um, crew like five guys, so they'll 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 put everything together, and we just we're so fortunate for that because, oh my gosh, sometimes it takes us like two hours, you know, and then we'd have to have the sound check, you know, and then we have the show, and then we got to tear it all down. It's just another like two hours. Oh my god. And do you come home after the gig? Or sometimes. Do you stay Luckily tonight? tonight we're staying, which is great. Okay. I'm so happy we're staying tonight. Oh my god. Right. Tommy, are you putting that in Chance's truck? Oh. Alright, bye bye. Oh. Get such a kick out of the conversations that arise betwixt Uber drivers and myself. I get to go down these rabbit holes with them and find out more about them. Um so just just as that last woman um, was very, very talented, we now turn our attention towards this other young lady who, um, as soon as she started, as soon as I heard that she, she, she was kind of moving in a spiritual direction, on went, on went the recorder. So uh, thank you for listening to Inspirator Projecto.
want to teach people the power of their speech. Ooh, I love that. See, I love just, that. Just the fact that you say, I love that, shows what love you have, which is what attracts things faster than anything else in the world, universe. Mm-hmm. So, but yes. I thought, how do I package myself with that? And the other thing is I love dancing, and, and I do my best acting work when I'm in music videos, because... Mind goes out the window and the heart kicks in. You know I mean? love it. But you can give me a song and I can create a dance routine like in two nanoseconds. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. With characters and all. Anyways, I don't know. Why <laughs> With characters that. and all. Yeah, I don't know why I said all that. But you're just, no, you're that's perfect. Me, you're making me brainstorm, which I really appreciate. Well, and also, Thank I you. like to think that somehow there's something about me that's making you feel safe enough to share such. You know, to share such things because I'm I'm the I'm the dude to talk to about this kind of stuff. <laughs> I love hearing this stuff. I love this stuff. I thrive on these kinds of conversations. Well, you know, you get what you are, and so when I notice things aren't exactly the way I want them, I go, okay, what am I giving off? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it's not about you. It's it's what I'm giving off to create that situation. Yeah. Yeah. What what what's the what's the frequency I'm plugged into here? He's Japanese, and he interviewed several very wealthy people, and one of them said, oh, that's easy, arigato, which is thank you in Japanese. He blesses his money every time he spends it. I love it. Oh, these guys, these wise guys right here at the van. Oh, that stop yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that oh, black okay. van. This is a perfect spot. <laughs> My gosh, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> Thank you. The, what's your name again? Lori Arnold. Lori Arnold. All right. Very Once you start that life coach, and I, I'll see you in the papes. <laughs> I love it. Have fun. Right, thank you. Oh yeah, I got to get that out of there. Yes, thank you. That was great. What a wonderful gal, huh? You never know who you're going to meet in the Uber. Wow, extraordinary. Um. As soon as this woman mentioned Abraham Hicks, I, I started recording. You never know. You never know what gold nuggets you're going to come across with uh, these Uber drivers. Never know. This woman, she pulled up. She looked like she was something like straight out of a movie. I swear, I felt like I entered a movie. And it was funny because I, I used the analogy right away when I got in there. I said, "Wow, you look like you're out of a movie. I, I have a, you know, I have a bit part in your movie." And I end up finding out that she's an actress. I end up finding out that she's, you know, heavily into the, into the synchronicities and such. And um, so, Yachtly Crew's playing today. Today, the, um, what is this, what is this date? I'm going to take a look here. 13th. Today's the 13th. And we're playing for a Mario Lopez golf charity tournament. Mm. We played here on a couple of occasions. Uh, one of the times Kevin Allen got us a gig. Kevin Allen is the manager of Mickey Dolan's from the Monkees. Mmm. So delicious. I'm drinking my Red Bull. Mm. 
Mm. The day is beautiful. Mm. Palm trees are waving. Wonderful day. Wonderful day in the neighborhood. Wonderful day in the neighborhood. Well, we will talk more later because uh, I gotta help these uh, wise guys load in. Let's see, I'll give you a little bit of I'll give you a little bit of found sound. I just love that you got that truck still, man. I love it, and it's perfect for a fix it fill. up welcome welcome to another day of jamming baby we will talk more later all right now what you are going to hear here is a snippet from um a speech given uh, at this auction going on at this Mario Lopez golf tournament uh, to raise money for St. Joseph's Hospital. And uh, we've done this on a couple of occasions. And so we're doing this as a bartering system to get Mario Lopez to appear in our music video for Sex on a Beach. So... uh, that will be fun. By the way, if you have not yet heard the song Sex on the Beach, check it out. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. And I like to imagine that it's a cross between uh, Route 66 and Kokomo. Kokomo sings about the beaches. Route 66 sings about uh, cities. And this sings about cocktails. So I've probably mentioned that many times on this show. However, it bears, it's worth uh, repeating. All right. Take a gander at this. And thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto.
It is Monday the 13th. Thank you, Dr. Campin. We appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for not wasting the good applause on me. I appreciate that very much. 5.40 p.m. This is at the uh, golf tournament before Yachtly right. Crew plays. Well, welcome back. Guys, it's good to see everybody back here, guys. It's been three years, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, are you guys excited to be back? Did you have a great time out on the course today? I bet you did. Well, tonight, I want to remind you that your generous support will ensure that this community will continue to receive the best care. And as a reminder, proceeds from today's tournament and our live auction will support the Midas Matter Emergency Services campaign. Now, I have a question. Who came out to support the Mario Lopez Golf Classic tonight? Well done. Who came out because they just wanted to be out for a nice dinner tonight? Well done. Who has no clue what you're doing here, but you're having the time of your life so far? Right here, of oh, course, Mario's table. <laughs> I love it. All right, well, we're going to get started with our live auction. I do have one question. How many people have never been to an auction before? It's our first time. And it's okay. I say that not to embarrass you, but just to share with you how it's going to go. Anybody watch a fast-talking funny guys on TV? I do not do that. I go very slow. For example, I will say, ladies and gentlemen, I have $200. Do I hear three now? Would you give four? How do we make five, six, seven, seven, five, seven, eight, nine, nine? We'll go that slow, okay? You ready? Okay, all right, let's go. Let's get started with our first time. So here we go. Here's what we are going to do. We're going to have a little bit of fun, if you will. Uh, before I actually start the live, we're going to do a little warm-up item, if you will. Now, this year's warm-up item is going to be our Lord of Golf Classic Mystery Envelope. Here's what we are going to do. I can tell you there's a little bit of value. I can tell you there's some fun in here, some more than others. Uh, I can tell you that I'm going to start the video at $1. If you do not bid $1, I fail to tell you that every dollar we raise from the sale of our mystery owner goes to support who? That's a lot. Never mind. The Marvel Office Golf Classic. Here we go, guys. Are you ready? So who's going to give me $1 on our mystery envelope? Do I hear $2, somebody? Who give $5? How about $25? Who give $50, somebody? $50. Do I hear $100? Who get $200 right there? Do I hear $300? $300. $400, young lady. Man, I took more than, would you give me five hundred? <laughs> yeah. And she said five, bless your heart, and a set, bless your heart. That's six hundred Why not go five? Six hundred dollars, thank you. <laughs> you guys got something going on. You're bidding and sipping. It oh, why not go five? Six hundred dollars. That's seven. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, folks, everybody on this side of, the, uh, side of the room is allowed to bid, okay? I just want to make that clear. All right, I have six hundred dollars. That's seven hundred. Say, you young lady, would you do that? $700. I'm sorry. No, that young lady said she wants you to be seven. She'll go 700 Mystery envelope, $800. Uh, $800. I can tell you there's a lot of fun in here. Uh, $800. For some, $800. $800. Bless your heart, young lady. Look at that young lady. $800 to her. At nine, you got more than me. $900. Anybody else going once? 900 she said. Would you give a thousand dollars? I love this. Thousand dollars. Oh my God, the kids over here. The eleven hundred dollars. What did they bid on? Eleven hundred. Uh, they don't know yet. Yes. yes. <laughs> they don't know what yes, they're bidding on yet. He said it's a mystery envelope. Yeah, it's a mystery envelope. He said it might or might not have value. I don't believe you. Twelve hundred dollars. Going once, 
1,200 twice. Dear morning, vital call in the half. Sold to the kids right over here, $1,100. Congratulations. What you see with the there's a certificate for an 85 inch big screen and a 75 inch big screen. Two of them! <laughs> Man, that's a lot of YouTube kids on that, well, I'll tell you that. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's go to our first item. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Here we go. Do we have any Kings fans in the audience today? Any Kings hockey fans? Here we go. We have a certificate for lower level tickets to the mutually agreed upon LA Kings 22-23 regular season home game at the new Crypto.com Arena and dinner for four in the Sandman Well Club to be used in conjunction with your tickets. We are throwing in one number 50, Sean Dersey, autograph canvas. Ladies and gentlemen, give me $200. Four tickets for the Kings. I have 200 bid. Come on, guys. That table bid. Four Kings tickets with dinner. San Manuel Club at 200 back there. Who get 300? Ladies and gentlemen, 300. Thank you. $400. $400. San Manuel Club. Four tickets at four. Hundred dollars. Anyone else at four hundred dollars? Four hundred. I got it right here first. I need five hundred. We got a bid, right? Six hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars. Uh, That's seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Take a sip. You're a better bidder. We go for dinner at the hockey thing. Yeah, I, get, I drink too much wine and bullshit. Hey, can I borrow your charger for two seconds? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be a legend. Yeah. Four tickets. San Manuel. And he just pressed this little thing on the side and it should power it up. Now. Rockstar. Did it work? Is it yeah, working? Just give me a little two seconds. Yeah, it's good. It's a good charge, man. Oh, yeah. I bought a couple of those magnetic ones and they did it work? Oh, yes, she said. 900, sir. We were going to bid on the hockey tickets. And I I think the 12th, 12th of July, that's what we've got to aim for. Right. Where's that? Let's and we're trying to shoot a video with these guys, item, but it's, it's a bit of a disaster, but we'll recover. We have Aruba, 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 Southwest Airlines game. <laughs>
like this, for instance. I want to do my laundry because... So, well, we're going back out on the East Coast again. We're going to be going out to Illinois to two places, which is great near my hometown. Uh, Rosemont at the Park... Uh, Bankway Park or Park Bankway Park or something. Parkway Bank Park. Rosemont. Then the day after that, Highland Park. So um, that's coming up. That's coming up. And uh, so since we got the whiskey show tonight, I've got to load my suitcase onto onto the the, uh, what do you call it, the trailer, because Tommy and Rob are driving across country. Um, they're going to drive, they're going to take the, basically the, the morning, tomorrow morning, they're leaving with our stuff. And rather than paying, you know, or dealing with airplane stuff concerning the, 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 uh, the luggage, see, this way I could just carry my, my, uh, backpack but all the other stuff will go into my luggage so that's something um, I've got to prepare for for tonight so this is the intention I'm putting out there the line at the bank is going to go easy this is the only way that I can get a roll of quarters Ten dollars. So, yeah, I'm gonna get a roll of ten dollars, quarters. Do my laundry. Imagine what forty-five minutes for each thing. Forty-five minutes to wash it, and then maybe maybe forty-five minutes to dry it, and then. Pack it up the suitcase. Finding a, uh, getting an Uber driver. Just setting up the timing just right. So, yes, that's what's, that's, that's what's going on today. Now, let me talk about this Mario Lopez golf tournament that you were just listening to a little bit ago. Uh, so we were getting pictures with Mario Lopez after the show and we saw him talking with this short this short guy this older fella older gentleman and it turns out it was Joe Pesci so Joe Pesci was um, there at the golf tournament I'm also curious if he was there for the whole thing if he was there to see us play if that's the case, that's just phenomenal. That just blows my mind. That's what that's that's what's like one of the things that's just been um, putting my mind in these loop-de-loops, if you will, uh, is the idea of that. These these various uh, musicians, celebrities, etc., etc. These various people that I've seen on TV are now coming out to see Yachtly Crew. There's a guy from KLOS, the radio station out here, 
who, um, well, the KLOS crew, they come out and they see, they see us play it at Whiskey A Go-Go. Chances are they'll be there tonight, too. And uh, so that guy's always wearing a Yachtly Crew t-shirt in photos and stuff. He's always talking about Yachtly Crew on the radio. It's just astounding. It's astounding. Wow. What's so interesting about the fact that we saw Joe Pesci at the golf tournament thing was that uh, uh, Chaz is always quoting him. I think he's quoting him. They're always quoting Casino. You know, and like there's a part in there where, where the one guy says, what, you're going to let him talk to you like that? And uh, so the so the Yachtly crew guys will say that to each other once in a while. You know, if someone says something to Rob or someone says something to someone else, they're like, what? I can't, wait, you're going to you're gonna let him talk to you like that? So it was just interesting. We happened to see Joe Pesci. And this falls in line with all the other predictions of things, dare I say. The other various, um, like Fran Tarkington. We're always joking about, that's incredible. And what happens? We end up meeting Fran Tarkington at, at Breakers, or at least Chaz does. And then, of course, oh yeah, then of course the other thing that we always joke about from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Rooney, Rooney, pardon my French, but you're an asshole, Rooney. So we're always joking about that, and that's what was funny, because when we showed up to Florida during that time, we passed by a restaurant that says Rooney's, and then what happens? We end up meeting, not Art Rooney, but the son of Art Rooney. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers guy was just sitting right there at the Breakers. His last name is Rooney. So there are these very key, when I investigate these extraordinary phenomena that emerge uh, into our reality experiences, the more that I look, the more that I examine that stuff, the more it's just exciting to see. Okay, this thing arrived in our reality experience, and then you'd make a tie to it. You go, okay, where was that spot where we talked about this? And then the next thing is, how soon between when we talked about it and when it happened? How soon, what, like, what, how, how far was the distance in time, time-wise, concerning that? So I think once, once we find ourselves, once we find, when, I don't want to say take it for granted, uh, so to speak, but I'm just saying this in terms of like commonplace. I'll just say commonplace. If, if, you know, if the more you start noticing those kinds of miraculous happenings, what's interesting is that, um, and it just becomes commonplace. Now, now you're just expecting these kinds of things to arrive. And then what's great too, is then you can start really stretching, uh, your imagination into, um, ways that you, might previously not not have thought of before but now that you now that there's this um reservoir oh by the way an old an old car just pulled out in front of me an old car like one of those like they're square square in shape um like and they have like the suicide doors you know like you see the mobsters have back in the day which is interesting, because I was just talking about mobster. I was just talking about the mafia. I was just talking about 
Was I talking about Casino or Goodfellas? I don't know. I get those mixed up. But Joe Pesci's in one of those or both of those, maybe. So it's interesting that here, here we are talking about this guy who's in these mob movies, and all of a sudden I see one of these cars that looks like something you'd see with the, the guys hanging out the windows with the Tommy guns. You know what I'm talking about, right? Driving one of those cars, and it's got the suicide doors that open up the other way, and then a lot of times these cars will have, like, in the back of it, not in the trunk, well, I guess it would be the trunk area, but it's kind of... It's near that area. It's in the back where the trunk would be, but it's but it's a seat that faces backwards. And I think that's where kids would sit. I think. I'm not certain. But I remember seeing these kinds of cars uh, growing up at various, par- uh, various parades throughout my life. Because usually at these parades, there's a point where they, they bring out all the old cars. You see all the old cars. Um, that was interesting. While I'm in the middle of, of documenting synchronicities and manifestations of reality as I'm in the middle of talking about that where I said closing the gap between these things as you appreciate it more you find yourself closing the gap between these things because it becomes nonchalant it becomes commonplace I mean look at look how fast that was I just mentioned Joe Pesci and the mafia guys and all of a sudden what happens there that car shows up echoing back to those olden days the mobsters whoa that's that's incredible <laughs> that's incredible that's so incredible Fran Tarkington would, would would be at a loss for words my goodness so 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 intriguing so exciting I'll be recording more tonight I believe um, this episode I'll say it's most likely going to be an hour I don't want it to be much longer than that however I can pretty much say it's going to be about an hour so there'll probably be some stuff that I record tonight at uh, Whiskey so hold on to your hats we shall see what happens and thanks thanks uh, for listening to Inspirato Projecto very very interesting this is moments after that last segment you just heard I walked up to the doors of the bank and uh, they were locked the doors were locked I looked through the windows I peered through the windows and I didn't see anybody in there this is the nearest bank of my banks I do have enough for one wash and one dry the question is do I want to dare to wash the darks with the whites. I always do. I always do. I hear that you don't because you want to keep the want to keep those whites crispy and, you know, bleached, if you will. Uh, there's, uh, of course, you know, always the uh, possibility that you might end up, I guess, the, I guess the colors from the other, I guess that's it. The colors from the other clothes might end up Washing off on the uh, on the whites. Last thing you need is a big blue stain from your pants. Your blue. Your last thing you need is your blue jeans staining your your white captain's shirt. That's not a very good thing. So so, uh, what do you do in this exist in this uh, moment? This moment in time. 
Um, you know, sometimes things, uh, sometimes, you know what, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to see, just like the olden days, I used to be able to buy quarters from, from the cashier. Let's see if they still do that. They used to, they used to tell me that there, there's a coin, there's a coin shortage. There's a quarter shortage. Well, I find that hard to believe because if the banks can give me quarters, then certainly uh, grocery stores can because their quarters come from the banks. It's not like the banks are hoarding them, are they? Are the banks hoarding the quarters? I just don't know about this. Are they quarter hoarders? Quarter hoarders? Hoarder hoarders. Which one is it? You can't help but wonder. So what I'm planting planting a seed out there with is I go to the grocery store. I say hello, I would like to buy ten dollars and quarters. It's laundry day. And they say, Oh yes. I can relate. I can relate. Here are those quarters. Lickety split. Lickety split. Here are those quarters. You can get them all right. No problemo. I'll buy a stick of gum. Uh, I'll pay for it with my debit card. Ask for $10 cash back. Get a roll of quarters. Bada boom, bada bing. Zada zoom, zada zing. I got myself some quaddies. I could do my laundry. Desperate times call for desperate measures, as one, as a wise person once said. Which, ha- which has been uh, repeated through the decades, through the millennia, if you will, uh, time and time again. Time and time again. So yeah, you just never know which uh, direction you might be led in. You originally thought it was this direction, and all of a sudden this thing happens, which then uh, which then scoots you along in a different direction that you never anticipated. And uh, that's what's happening here. The original intention, as you were going with me on the original journey, the original quest, was to the bank. has changed perhaps the point of me going up there was so I could talk to you in that last segment and tell you that synchronicity sometimes when you're out and about you're walking around just being around in nature seeing things move I think sometimes just that energy and that movement from other uh, objects out there in the world whether it be other earthlings or cars what have you that generates certain ideas because you're walking through one another's brain space, or I should say mind, uh, uh, mind space, not brain space necessarily, well, possibly. Um, but it's just, just that idea of like walking through the mind space, walking through the same ether, sharing that ether that they're, um, you know, breathing the same air they're breathing. 
And so there's, there's got to be something, you know, like if, for instance, if muscles can hold memories, then certainly, you know, and as they say, water molecules, water has memory, water remembers. Um, I mean, gosh, if that's the case, what happens with our thoughts? Our thoughts must become some sort of mist, some sort of, some sort of, it alchemizes into that next thing. Ice turns to water, water turns to steam. So, when your thoughts, you get the thought, it's floating around out there. Was it someone else's thought? Possibly. Or was it, or is it just simply a, uh, a vibration, a frequency that's just moving along out there and you just happen to plug into it? It could be either one or both at the same time. You know, it's so funny. A lot of times you don't need the total answer to a question in order to just simply interact with something and in order just to, you know, test it out. Experiment with it. Apply it. See how it works. That's where those gold nuggets are discovered. And next thing you know, you're, wa- you're walking through quest through quest and applying those gold nuggets in ways that you... you definitely would not have known about had you not just paid attention to the signs. So, for instance, me walking up to the to the bank and the bank being closed then generated a whole nother path that opened up. New frequencies, new insight. Because it's been happening to me so much lately with certain people that I that I uh, share synchronicities with, friends who you know. Every time I talk to them on the phone, there's always going to be at least one synchronicity to share with them, and it's been happening more and more. Those those very friends, those very friends that uh, I share those synchronicities with, I'll call them up or they'll call me up or whatever, and we start talking, and all of a sudden I I. I end up utilizing a specific analogy. Why I end up using that specific analogy, I have no idea. It's just, to me, I'm thinking it's coming off the top of my head. Well, it truly is coming up off the top of my head, so much so that it's, it's, it's coming up off the top of their head, off the, in, off the, off the frequency of their uh, antenna reception. So I'm entering into that stream and whether they're broadcasting out or, or I'm, I'm just picking it up, there have been three or four of these kinds of very specific analogies lately with certain friends of mine that I talked to, and I would just pull out this particular analogy, and sure enough, it had some deep, specific meaning for them or specific questions that I asked them in a very, very particular manner. What does it do? It unlocks... It unlocks this unexpected door that either they haven't thought about in a while or they were just thinking about. Um, gosh. Those kind of, those very simple thrills in life. They're absolutely, they're, they're, they're really, that's what it's all about right there. Now, to change some gears here, I gotta ask you, why are they taking out the, the bus stop benches? at these bus stops. There are old people at these bus stops. Why, why aren't they considering these people? 
making people just stand there. Sometimes these things don't even have shelters on them. You're just there. Sometimes you don't even know it's a bus stop until you're really searching for it. So if you're a a Los Angelian uh, politician person, please put some, and you're listening to this, please put put some benches. Put some benches around Los Angeles so people who are waiting for the bus um, have some, some kind of comfort while they're waiting. Give these old folks, you know, these old folks, they're, 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 they are living uh, histories, living libraries, living archives. These are the people we, we should be leaning into and listening, listening to their wisdom and uh, gaining knowledge from them. These, these are the folks who want to help make as comfortable as possible. So let me just plant that little seed in your brain. All right, now I'm about to enter the grocery store. See if we can find ourselves $10 and quarters. Thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. I just got out of the uh, grocery store. I got my $10 roll of quarters. I'm going to take a a laundry break. Get those clothes laundered up. Ready for the tour. I've realized that uh, last time we went out east, east coast, a lot of times with these, I'll remember to take... TikTok videos, um, and and that sometimes at the I don't want to say detriment. That sounds so dramatic, but that's at the um, that you know that's taking up space of me podcasting. But it doesn't have to be, and it doesn't. I mean, there's plenty of hours in the day. So when I am TikToking, um. The times that I'm not, I can record my podcast. So um, I am going to do more of that. Um, going to do more of that from now on. And chances are, since we got 10 minutes left on this show, you'll have to wait until the next episode to hear... Uh, my interviews with folks at the whiskey. Uh, we have a new guy that's working with us now. Chris Husted, aka Ace, our sound engineer, sound designer, has brought in. His name is Shannon. Really cool guy. He helped us out on the uh, Mario Lopez charity thing. Thank you. And uh, just a cool dude. And I think it's just great that the, the people that we've surrounded ourselves with in Yachtly Crew, such good vibes. Good people. They care about the audiences. Um, they respect, appreciate, value 
input from the audiences and also the time that we're spending together. Why bands reach a certain time in their lives where typically, as we've heard or as we've seen, you know, formulated blueprint after blueprint, uh, for some reason, there's this idea that the, the higher you climb in that um, music uh, journey, it's necessary for you to become less personable. It's like it's, it goes hand in hand. I don't know why that is. Um, I can imagine that maybe some of these maybe these people some of these people who don't like to sign autographs or talk with people in crowds it's like maybe they're tired of saying the same stories over and over a lot of times they'll hear the same questions it's not anybody else it's not anybody's fault it's just a base question that a lot of people are curious about how did you guys meet well I think what I'm going to do now each time I tell the story it'll be a different story so this way, there are all these different stories that are out there. And it gets to be very convoluted. And so we've already heard the regular story that's out there. And um, I'm thinking we all met each other on a cruise ship. Um, the, you know, late at night, we just got on the band equipment, started jamming, and the next thing we knew, we had to start a yacht rock band. And um, that could be fun. It could be a fun story. It's much more fun that way. Heck, we're using aliases. I'm Stony Shores, by the way. I've got a Facebook page. I rarely use. It's up there, though. It's interesting. Um, remember the neighbors I was telling you about? Who live right across the, right across the way. Over my back fence. And, um for the longest time just that window all I saw in that window the, the curtains were open and I didn't remember seeing anybody move in but there was just a table there with a chair and I kept like thinking oh my gosh what if I look in there what if I glance in that general direction and there's just like this one day and there's just this being just sitting there you know staring at me through this window anyway yesterday um Yesterday, I heard this, like, lady kind of squawk. It was kind of like a squawk, um, the way that she was yelling. Um, saying, don't worry, I'm moving out. Don't worry, I'm leaving now. And I'm like, what? And I glance out, and it's the woman who had moved into that place. Um, I've seen a kid, I've seen her, and I've seen a guy on a couple of occasions. Sometimes she's out. And that little, on her little balcony thing, uh, she's out there 
couple times their friend. But Arthur saying, "Oh, I'm out of here, I'm out of here," and she's she was getting stuff off the off the little balcony there and brought it brought downstairs out to her car. I didn't see the kid, so I don't know what the heck happened to the kid, whose kid it was is. But I've just been thinking a lot about this. Like, where did that woman go? I hope she has people who love her. I hope she's able to find someone who really gels with her. Uh, gosh. Anytime I see a split like that, a split of anything, something ending, it, it's... Ooh. You know, I had, I had no idea, of course, what went on in that... In that... In that uh, family however let's just hope that she's she's out of it I mean you don't you don't you don't want to be with someone who wants to break up with you you don't want to be with someone who you don't want to force anything to happen that's just that just doesn't feel good does it forcing things to happen you want to empower yourself. Find, find those things. I saw this thing on TikTok, and it was just so, and I can't remember if I talked about this or not, but and I thought this is just so poignant, and this makes so much sense, and it feels so good to, to, to see this and to realize that we could turn the beat around. Um, on TikTok, it said, every time I'm being mean to myself or, or treating myself poorly, I'm actually treating... You know, like this, I, I saw a girl doing it. She's like, every time I treat myself poorly or don't believe in, my, in myself, I'm actually speaking to this girl. And then it shows all these old photos of when she was a kid. And you go, oh my gosh. Like, that's it right there. Making that young version of ourselves proud. Ma- making them, you know, be, becoming the mentor that our young selves always wanted. Become the mentor. That belief and that excitement. And that's where you want to be. That's the state that you want to be at. At all times. Surrounding yourself with the people who help reinforce that. Help everyone be in their element. Being the best versions of themselves. Treating others how they would prefer to be treated. You know? Just being good, just being innovative, explorative, adventurous, quest-seeking. Those kinds of things, they turn uh, a dullard into a uh, daredevil, so to speak. Hello. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Did you guys just, are you guys moving in? Uh, I live here. Oh, you live here? Yeah. Oh, cool. What's your name? Oh, hi, I'm Kurt. Hey, nice to meet you. No, I've lived here a while. I've lived here a while. Yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, you never know who lives in your building, do you? You never know. Jamie Lee Wise, um, who's my new roommate. It's just great. The dreams have been really good. Each night, you know, so far the past, by week or so, we've been watching Breaking Bad. Probably about three episodes, four episodes maybe. 
start at about 5 or 6 at night go till about 1 that's what it seems like um but that's it, but that's so anyway thing is <laughs> what can we do to make our young selves proud what can we do to make our future selves proud what can we do to and not pride but like excited filled with vibrancy um you know dreaming innovation unpacking the 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 curiosity by the way, I, um, I'll be putting up NFTs, my first Yachtly Crew NFTs. Um, and uh, I'll be... They're not for sale yet. But in this description, I will put the, the web address so you can go check them out. And if you're big into NFTs, and if you're big into Yachtly Crew, keep your eyes peeled. This concludes another episode of Inspire Projecto. Thank you for listening. Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. It's a face palm, a face palm, a balm of calm, like a napalm bomb. It's a face palm, a face palm, crumbly malm of loamy alms. And how soon do you think you to, to do it again? It's a face palm, a face palm, here it come alms playing Brahms and prom. And how soon do you think you to, to do it again? The homes from Guam, Guam to the cable comes. Are the Grom Rom diatoms glom in their moms? It's a face palm, a face palm. The book of Psalms and rhymes and rums. And how soon do you think you'll do it again?